This episode of Proper English is brought to you by Portmanteau Words, the difference between come and go, and the idiom going around the houses. And I'm Dave. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which, as you know, is called Proper English. English. If you're learning English and you don't know if you're coming or going, <laughs> if you get stuck thinking of a word to describe a cross between a spoon and a fork, <laughs> if you're puzzled by the origin of the word portmanteau, then Proper English is just the thing for you. Was brillig and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the borogoves and the momraths outgrabe. Beware the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jubjub bird and shun the frumious bandersnatch. Don't panic, this is still proper English. <laughs> yeah, I bet that threw you. We just recited the first two verses of Jabberwocky, which is considered to be one of the best examples of nonsense poetry in the English language. Charles Ludwig Dodgson, otherwise known as Lewis Carroll, author of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, wrote this poem in the late 19th century as part of the sequel Through the Looking Glass and What Alice Found There. But why are we talking nonsense, Day? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ali. We opened with Jabberwocky because in this episode we're talking about portmanteau words. And I don't know if you know, but it was Lewis Carroll who first used the word portmanteau to describe mm. what happens when you combine two or more words to make a new word. So Humpty Dumpty explains this concept really well to Alice in the book. Perhaps we should let him. Well, said Humpty Dumpty, slithy means lithe and slimy. Lithe is the same as active. You see, it's like a portmanteau. There are two meanings packed up into one word. Back in Lewis Carroll's day, a portmanteau was a kind of suitcase that opened into two equal sections. And similarly, with a word like brunch, for instance, we talked about brunch back in episode 37, you've got the meanings of breakfast and lunch all packed neatly into one word. Oh, the word brunch was first coined in the satirical magazine Punch in 1896. Just so you know. Oh, thank you. Portmanteau itself is a portmanteau word, being, <laughs> yeah, being a combination of two French words, porte, meaning to carry, and manteau, meaning cloak. Literally, something to carry clothes in. And going back to Jabberwocky, in the verses we recited, in addition to slithy, there are two more portmanteau words that Lewis Carroll invented. Mm -hmm. Mimsy, which is a combination of flimsy and miserable, and frumious, 
which is a blend of fuming... Angry. And furious. Also angry. Very angry indeed. (laughs) If you're interested in finding out the meanings of any of the other words in the poem, but I do need to warn you, there are another six or seven verses... Why not search for it on the internet? There are loads of interesting essays about Jabberwocky available for free online if you fancy a bit of research. And now it's time for What's the Difference? What's the difference? What's the difference between come and go? Well, we considered these verbs briefly on Instagram a few months ago, but we can go into it in a little more depth here. Both these words deal with travelling somewhere, But it depends on the point of view. We use come to describe travel between the speaker and the listener. Movement from one place to wherever the speaker or listener is. Are you coming to my place in the morning? Yes, I'll come to you about ten-ish. And we use go to indicate movement from where either the speaker or the listener is to another place. As in, I'm going to the UK this Easter. Are you going to Sheffield? Of course. And I'm going to Leicester and Hereford and Cornwall too. Also worth noting are a couple of phrasal verbs. When we're talking about the place we were born, we often say we come from there. I come from Sheffield. Obvs. Raphael comes from Brazil. Or Chris comes from Poland. There's also come over, meaning to visit at any time. Come over when you're ready. It can also mean to become, as in, ooh, I've come over all peculiar. (laughs) Go is often used with the preposition to, as in we go to the cinema or we go to the seaside. But sometimes we don't. We go home, for instance, rather than going to home. That's one that some of our students get in a proper pickle over. They do, I know. Oh, and we go on holiday or on vacation, if you're American. And if we're confused about something, we often say we don't know if we're coming or going. Portmanteau words and names are all over the place. There are obvious ones that we use every day, like motel, which is a combination of motor and hotel, describing a hotel that is specifically designed for motorists. Or a television programme that's on all day, raising money for charity, is known as a telethon which is a blend of television and marathon. And then, of course, if you marry a spoon with a fork, you get a spork. But did you know that Microsoft was a portmanteau word of microcomputer and software? Hmm. Or that Velcro is two French words fused together? Oh, velour, which is French for velvet, and crochet, meaning hook. Velcro. I like that one in particular. Very elegant. Mm, Me too. And, of course, what we're doing now, podcasting, comes from melding together the words iPod and broadcasting. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Every day is a school day. (laughs) And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? Okay, back in the day, I remember... When I was a kid, for two new pence... Ah, we'd recently gone through decimalisation from pounds, shillings and pence to pounds and pence. In old money, you had 12 pennies to a shilling and 20 shillings to a pound, which was a bit complicated, to be honest. The decimal money was 100 pence to a pound, and that was a lot easier. Anyway, for two new pence, 
you could get the number 89 bus into town. But if you weren't too bothered about how long it took, or if you missed the 89, you could walk down the road a little ways and get the number 1. And for the same ticket price, you could get into town in about an hour or so, because it stopped off at every housing estate on the way took a very circuitous route to the city centre. It literally went all round the houses. Good grief. (laughs) And similarly, (laughs) as Dave so eloquently and lengthily demonstrated there, to go on and on, wasting time on incidental detail and generally waffling on before getting to the point, well... (laughs) When somebody does that, we say they're going round the houses a bit. Or a lot. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. As always, we hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. Oh, and here's an update to last week's news. Now, people in over a hundred countries have downloaded us. That's over half the countries in the world. Unbelievable! We'd love to hear from you. So wherever you are in the world... Whether it's Argentina or Vanuatu, Costa Rica or Sri Lanka, Hawaii or Haiti... Why not get in touch with us? You can ask us questions on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or you can email us at Proper English... Or one word... At sapo.pt And don't forget to tell everyone you know about us. Friends, family, anyone who's studying or learning English. And make sure you like... Like this episode and leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. And whichever way you get in touch, don't forget to say hello. We love it when you say hello. So, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. Was Brillig and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wave, or mimsy were the borogoves and the momraths outgrave. Beware the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jubjub bird and shun the frumious bandersnatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand, long time the manxome foe he sought, so he rested by the tum-tum tree and stood a while in thought. And as in uffish thought he stood, the Jabberwock with eyes of flame came whiffling through the toji wood and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through the vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the Jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy, O frabjous day, Kaloo, Calais, he chortled in his joy. T'was brillig and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe, all mimsy were the borogoves and the mome raths outgrabe. <laughs>